Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over one decade. And each week we call one another and we catch up. And you just heard a brand new theme song. Brand new. I, Mike, remember I told you it took months to write. I mean, it took me so long to write those lyrics. They're like, you should win a, win a Grammy for that. I know. What made you? What's the inspiration between the fourth law? Because it was like la 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 la. Like why the fourth law? You know, I've heard Stephen Sondheim talk about this, but sometimes you have to. Uh huh. Sometimes you have to. You know, sometimes you need a law that rhymes. You need to hit on the law on the law. You know, like just like la 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 la. You know, so it took me a long time. I was like up all night and. It was like uh, at the end of the movie Amadeus. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Amadeus, but oh, I believe good. that it was probably you're Salieri. Just like that. Mm. I'm Amadeus, so, and you're Salieri. Um. So everybody listening, that was what you just heard as our theme song was actually the rough cut of what we got. That was the rough draft, and we thought it yeah. would be funny to just throw it on there. Um. And we're gonna debut the new theme song in just a little bit. But do you have anything to say about it before we play it, Joey? You know what I think is, you know, I I talked to uh, Rich, Hot Rich, over at Flat 29, and uh, I asked him about, uh, you know, recording alternate lyrics and how that would work. And I'm thinking in the next batch of alternate lyrics, I guess the problem isn't the way the lyrics work. Your name doesn't fit into the melody very well. Because I would love to give you a big bulk of the song and write horrible things about you. Yeah. Um, the way it works, your 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 name doesn't work. So I've got to find a way to do that. And then I want to, I want to write a set of alternate lyrics that are just all about like you and like what a terrible person you are and how like you leave people, you abandon people at plays or you freak out on people who leave notes in your car. Uh, I'm sure diabetes will be thrown in there. And um, yeah. Well, for those of you that don't know, too, when I was writing the lyrics, I uh, did a very casual uh, survey of, of ask, asking people to say horrible things about – you know what's funny, Mike? Is I asked several people, and no one ever asked why. <laughs> one of them was in a group text. You were like, uh, let's just start saying horrible things about Mike and Joe, and I'm brainstorming. I need a list. Yeah. And the f- mutual friend of ours, who's Joey L. Boohecker – yeah. He he was like, uh, here's my list and <laughs> without like, pause. Yeah. Without pause. He was like, Here's fifteen things I hate about both of you fuckers. Yeah, and, and never asked why. <laughs> he never said, Why are you doing this? or why do you want to know this? Or he just he just rattled off the list. Uh, yeah. I don't know, fat, 
loser, uh, not funny, ugly. Like, and I was just like, uh, okay. Well, be careful what you ask for, Joey. Yeah. Right? But uh, so should we play the new theme song now? Yeah, I do want to say, I mean, I also, uh, when we get an updated version in a little bit, one piece of feedback we're going to give him is I would like the lyrics to be a little bit louder. So this is the version we have now, uh, but hopefully that'll be kind of worked out before you guys hear it at the beginning of the next episode. But yeah, why don't we play it for everybody? All right, here we go, everyone. The world premiere of our new theme song. Boys and girls, let's start the show. Let's catch up with Mike and Joe. Mike's in Oakland, Joe's in L.A. They're boring and they're gay. Joe pretends the Tino slot, fat and lazy with no job. That's how he spends his day. That's how he spends his day. Don't incur my glosses wrath. He is a violent psychopath. He'll dump your headless corpse in the bay. Catching up with Mike and Joe. Guess it's time we start the show. for those of you at home basically we just paused for a second so that we could insert the audio and then joe just came back with this huge laugh at his his own lyrics (laughs) okay well i definitely want to thank uh rich at flat 29 for a like he listens to the show for a um right (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic theme song. Uh, I, th- I think he did a great. We I had very very specific requests. I wanted it to sound like a 1970s like super syrupy morning show theme song kind of thing, and he delivered, man. Yeah, he did. Um, but I mean, you wrote the lyrics, so like I think you should get a little bit of that praise too, because I think they're pretty spot on. All right, I mean, you. You oh really? You agree? You yeah. That you would dump a, head, a headless corpse in the bay? I, I thought that was comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I do. Taco trucks and magic tricks are what I, how I spend my day, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's going on with you? Is there any stories other than writing this theme song going on that you'd like to tell us about? Mike, you ever hear of this guy named Dan Savage? Yeah. You're a big Dan Savage fan. Um, I'm, I mean, I've read all his books and I listen to his weekly podcast. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, 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 I guess I am. A, a Have fan. you ever met Dan Savage? No, I haven't. Oh, or seen him in person? No, never. Have oh, you? Oh, really? No. But, oh, I, but no. I'm not a big Dan Stan. Dan Stan? You never heard the term Stan? No, like, no, I don't, I don't know. What it just means about. like an obsessive fan. It comes from the Eminem song, Stan. <laughs> no, never. Oh. Anyway. Please proceed with your story. You know, I'm a big rap music fan, so. Yeah. Um, well, Dan Savage also, I, I guess, started or curated. I don't know what his role in this. Have you heard of the Hump Festival, film festival? Yeah, totally. And Have it's on to- tour right now. No, yeah. I wanted I wanted to go when it was in San Francisco, but I found out about it a little bit too late. 
Uh, so, by the way, Dan Savage's podcast, even though I'm a big fan, it is one of those shows that I don't listen to immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's the, I would say the only podcast, there might be a couple others, but it's one of the few podcasts that I don't um, have on my iPod. Uh, I, uh, iPhone. Mm-hmm. I have it so that it will keep all episodes. Everything else deletes old episodes and only keeps the most current one. Mm-hmm. So if I miss one, it just deletes it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll go through and sometimes I catch up on like old ones. So mm-hmm. I think I heard about the Hump Tour coming to San Francisco when it was like already here, sold out or something. Well, I read about it and so I went on Friday. For the listeners, what is it? Oh, it's an amateur. Yeah, it's a, it's a film festival for amateur porn. Yeah, yeah, and, and they have like specific rules. Like, there's no like rape or no. How how like is there like pooping porn or is it just like actual fucking? <sighs> well, there wasn't actual pooping. I wouldn't be surprised if pooping was a part of it. Um you know, the actual – because every film is probably less than five minutes. Five minutes oh. is, is long, right? Okay. There's a bunch of really short amateur porn films. Most of them are tend towards the comedy. Sure. Okay. And they all have stories? No. Some of them don't have stories. Some of them, and then there's a, few, there's a few that are just fucking. Here's – you know, one of the questions I got a lot about it was, is it gay? Is it straight? Here's the thing. It's neither. It's like literally every fetish or weirdness is is represented. Yeah. Okay? I'll be honest with you, though. I was, for the most part, unimpressed. Okay. Um, because most of them tended to be trying to be funny, and they're not very funny. Yeah. And so then... Because we all know ahead. that you, you have, like, this really high bar because you're, like, no. magic tricks and taco trucks. <laughs> now, that's a joke. No, what I'm saying is, like, it's, it's, but it's very, very juvenile. Okay. Does that make well, sense? And, yeah. Well, if you think about it, like, sex jokes are very middle school, high school anyway, right? Yeah, but like, there was some – there was one that I really liked, actually. So there were a few that I liked, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's about, yeah, probably end up seeing about t- between 20 and 22. It's, it's a little under two hours. Okay. Okay. And, uh, the, here's the, here's, I'll tell you the ones that I liked. It's probably about five that I liked. There was one that was, uh, um, a little short documentary about trans men having sex with each other. Okay. Okay. And it was very graphic and that's kind of cool because you never get to see this, but it was, it's two trans men who are in a relationship. Okay. okay. And they were giving each other, and there's a big quotes around this, blowjobs. And I guess with the medication that they're taking, it makes their clitoris, it, I, I don't know, what's the plural of clitoris? Clitori? I don't know. I don't know Clitorises? Very big. We, okay. we obviously are straight because we never yeah. talk about I never more seen than one, one at a time. Yeah. yeah. I, saw the, I saw my first one on Friday. <laughs> and, um, it made them much larger, larger than usual, and it showed them blowing each other. That's how they give each other blowjobs. Mm. Uh, and so that was really interesting, and it, and it treated it seriously. And that was really, really interesting. I liked that one because it was like, oh, that's a that's a peek into a world I would never get to see because it's you know it's it's being very graphic, but treated right. it seriously. I really liked it. And the weird thing is, Joey, you have access to see that kind of shit. We have the internet. We could see anything. Yeah, but true. why are you why would you be searching for it? You know what I mean? Like yeah. your curiosity is not so strong that you're like 
let me go find this video and and watch also it, like, like most of the people aren't porn star looking they look like average people which is sort of good but then also like for when they're trying to be titillated you're not really titillated because right there's none of it's that like, like yeah like fantasy it could be your neighbor up. right yeah it's literally watching your neighbor's fuck which could be hot but it, uh there was uh there was this one that was almost like a music video and it started off with um these two girls and a guy there's no words in it it's like like a music plane they meet in a park but then the guy kind of vanishes i don't know where he goes and the two girls fuck each other then one of those girls from that couple she like moves into the next room or like a next scene and she's fucking the guy and then they finish and the guy goes into the next scene and he fucks a guy that one was sort of interesting. There was one that was actually kind of romantic comedy-ish called Cuckold. And it was about um, – do you know what cuckolding is? Kind of, yeah. I, the reason I know is like from Dan Savage's podcast. Oh, it's when like uh, – I don't know if gay guys get into this. But when uh, – we'll, we'll use straight because it's easier to sh- show the roles. But when a husband gets off on seeing another man fuck his wife, usually right. a black man. I've only heard about it in straight people, but that and that doesn't mean that it only exists in straight people. But that, you're right that yeah. I've, I've never really heard much about that happening in the gay world. That one was good. I think there were a couple others that were maybe good, but those are the ones that sort of stand out. Yeah, and the other ones, the other ones were just corny or boring or you know. But it was it, it's one of these things, and I think you would agree with me if you went. I'm glad I went. I'm glad I did it. I don't know if I'd do it again. Okay. I was going to ask that. So next year, I mean, this is the, was it the fifth annual? Oh, I don't know. It's It's been happening for more, I mean, more than one anyway. And I've kind of heard about it and never either been in a city where it happens or haven't acted in time. So maybe next year I'll catch it. Yeah, go, it I, would all, I would tell anyone to go. When it comes to your city, go check it out. Okay, it's yeah. worth checking out. And I think you'd agree with me like, okay, I saw it. I did that. I don't need to do it again. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, here's a question for you. Yeah. Was how does it feel to be sitting in a theater watching sex? Once again, it's the way these are filmed and the way they are, it's like you're not it's But there are penises and vaginas on the oh, screen, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. Um I don't have an answer to that question. I would be very I would I, would, I think I would feel very differently if it was an actual professional pornography with porn stars actually like if you were getting aroused yeah i i wouldn't would even say it. most i would say of the 20 or 22 videos maybe only two or three were actually trying to titillate the audience mm. most of them were just trying to be funny or show a weird side of something yeah so anyway so i went with uh my friend paul and his boyfriend john cool and uh we went to dinner first and uh wait 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 let me guess which doll john <laughs> Oh, no. He didn't bring a doll. He didn't bring a doll at all. And then, um, (laughs) what was he telling me when we were there? And first of all, he was telling Richard, you know, he had a thing for Richard. Oh, no. For some some reason, um, John likes to go to like Mexican wrestling matches. Okay. And about a month ago, he he frantically called me and was like, "Uh, Can you be here in an hour? I want to go to the Mexican wrestling match, and and, and, uh, Paul can't go. Right. Okay. Okay. And and I was like, no. <laughs> right. I even I totally could have, but I I didn't want to go. Yeah. So he goes, oh, I'm going to call Richard. I'm ask Richard. And so we were talking about how I don't know what he ended up doing. Right. 
then he goes, he kills Richard. He goes, yeah, I had to call you because Joe didn't want to go. Joe only wants to do things that Joe, Joe won't hang out with me unless it's something that Joe wants to do. You know, like Joe only wants to do what Joe wants to do. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not your fucking boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Joe does how, what Joe wants to do because I'm not dating you. Yeah, that's what I do with all my friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> unless you're in the hospital and you need, like, my, like, I'll come visit you in the hospital. But yeah. I'm not, like, going to hang out and do something I don't want to do just because you want to do it. But you would do it for Steve, <laughs> right? Yeah, but even Steve and I, we do things that we both want to do together. You know? Okay, let me give you an example. So Cameron and I bought Hollywood Bowl tickets together. Yeah. Uh, we to got see to select. What? Huh? To see what? Okay, okay. That's, that's, that's what I'm bringing up. So the three shows we wanted to see together were Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, um, yeah. Brian Wilson from The Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Okay. Okay. But we got – oh, no. Wait, there's another one too. Oh, John Williams. We want to see John yeah. Williams too. Okay. Four. We agreed on those two. On those four. But then there were two where he was like, oh, I want to go see um, Rodrigo and Gabriela, these Spanish guitar players. Mm-hmm. And I was okay. like, oh, God. And then he wanted to go see this like Nordic band called Sigur Rós. Uh. And I was like, uh, right? But look. Yeah. That's my fucking boyfriend. So I'm yeah. going to be like, okay, well, here I go. I agree. But, I mean, it's also the fucking Hollywood Bowl. Like, you're going to have a good time. If yeah. it was like, oh, I want to go to the library and read this, you know, book or something. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, an awful place to well, go. Well, Cam and I are still on that, okay. we're still in that honeymoon stage where we just yeah. want to be together all the time. Yeah. Do things together. And yeah. But if it were – but I'm saying is, like, he could also, like, do things on his own if it's awful and you hate all of it. But Hollywood Bowl isn't that bad. No, Hollywood Bowl's great. So even if, even if I don't want – like, it's still, like, live music being performed in front of you at right. the Hollywood Bowl. So it's not that bad. You anyway, and I – I went with you to see John Williams, didn't I? I've been many times, Yeah. Yeah. I know I went, and I feel like it must have been you. I can't imagine who else. Who else would you go with? Yeah, I don't know. It probably was. So anyway, I went, um, saw the porn festival. Did the Johns do anything weird? Uh, um, John, not Paul, fell asleep (laughs) during the the porn film festival. I know I said the John. At this point, I don't give a shit now. They're both named John. We all know that. Um John fell asleep, the one who collects the dolls. Oh, I told him about how I talk about it in the show. And he was like, oh, what did you say? Maybe he's going to be listening then. Meh. I haven't said anything wrong. True. He did tell me he's taking this pain medication. Listen to this story. He says the weirdest <laughs> shit. He says he's taking this pain medication. And then I guess he's the one person watching this show that The Rock has on HBO called Ballers. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> Who watches that show? But I guess John was watching it, and in um, the show, uh, The Rock is taking the same pain medication that he takes, uh-huh. and in it, The Rock just pops the pills in his mouth and chews on them, right? So he started doing it? So he started doing that. He told his doctor, and the doctor's like, please don't do that. That's the way addicts take their, med- their pain medication. Uh, the Rock's played an addict on the show. <laughs> and John said he doesn't know if he's going to stop. He likes it. <laughs> Well, that's I'm cool. telling you, I, the shit he tells me, I am so <laughs> in love with the shit he tells me. Like I'm, con- I, I'm constantly amazed by him. Um, he also, I mean, he started just all of a sudden going into phone booths and changing his clothes because he watches this show called Superman. 
and he um, thinks that it's cool. You're being funny, but I saw them on Saturday. Uh-huh. This is not one of the stories, but we were supposed to go see a movie, and they called me as I pulled to the theater and said they're not going to make it because they're going to be 30 minutes late. Uh-huh. So then I get a refund on my ticket, and so we went to dinner at the theater. The theater has a little restaurant in it. And because Batman versus Superman is coming out, they have, like, Superman-flavored cocktails. And he ordered all three of them. At once? At once, yeah. But can I please tell you, the night before we went to go see the porn film festival, at the restaurant, he was like, I can't have carbs. Do you guys have anything that has no carbs? And so we had to order, like, we had to order around him, and like, we had to order certain dishes that didn't have carbs, and we ordered certain dishes that did have carbs, we would have that. Mike, it was so much choreography, food choreography for him, right? Yeah. The next day when we were at dinner, he had two cookies and these sweet cocktails and a steak and fries. I think I think I thought you're Mr. No Carbs. Like, nah, I laughed at today. <laughs> well, wasn't he he remember the a few weeks ago he did that with calories and ended up getting like Oh yeah, the beer with the with yeah. lemonade and yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He, and he and he admits to he's like, yeah. Uh, that's what I do. And look, the, the 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 John the John and Paul are a big part of the show this weekend. I saw them every fucking day this weekend. We went to go well, supposedly we were going to go see movies. Every day. We didn't go Saturday. Um, but, uh, yeah. But we went to the Porn Film Festival, Amateur Porn Film Festival, and uh, we had a good time. But that's, that's pretty much it. Unless you have any other questions about the Porn Film Festival. Pretty much No. It. That's it. What's going on with you? Well, uh, Joey, as you know, I don't have a car, right? Mm-hmm. And so the other day for a work event, I had to go kind of all over the bay. It's a long story and boring, mm-hmm. but um, so I ended up renting a car for that day. And after work, the car that they got me for work wasn't, didn't have to be turned in till like eight o'clock because they didn't know when I would be done. Mm-hmm. So I had like three hours to burn on the car, right? So I'm like, well, what should I do? I didn't have really any, anywhere to go. And I've realized like I live in this like walkable bubble Mm-hmm. Um, I use public transit for a lot of stuff and a lot of people in this area do, but it just was like the freedom was like hard to handle because I had for so long, I, I just am in this bubble. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I ended up driving like 30 minutes away to eat at a Chipotle, <laughs> <laughs> which is so stupid because there's like five Chipotles within, you know, one block of my house basically. And so... Um, I found this Chipotle, um, next to, it. I actually went to REI, which is another stupid, what? I don't know why it's a long story, but anyway. what did you need from REI? Wait, what did you get in REI? Absolutely nothing. But I was kind of thinking I wanted like a jacket or a sweater. So I was just like looking, but okay. anyway, I ended up getting nothing. Um, but there was a Chipotle next to it. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to eat dinner and then I'll just mm-hmm. return the car early. So I go into Chipotle. And oh, when I walk into Chipotle, there is clearly this this guy that's clearly like mentally ill, standing at the door asking for money. Probably homeless too, but like mm-hmm. clearly nuts and kind of aggressive. Because I was like, "I'm sorry, I don't have anything." And he was like, he just said something like sassy back, you know? Yeah, San Francisco Which, homeless man. They're they're so aggressive. Not all of them, but like this guy certainly. I mean, he had a lot mentally going on. That was obvious. Um, and. Uh, the Chipotle is actually next to also a Walgreens drugstore. Do you guys have Walgreens in SoCal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes. Do, you do. 
So there's a Walgreens drugstore, Chipotle. And uh, I order my food, my burrito bowl, and I sit down next to this woman and her boy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I'm sitting at this, like, bar thing, like... Uh, it's just stools up against a bar and then the bar is facing the window. So when I'm sitting there, I can like look out at the parking lot and whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. So you kind of get the picture. Then this boy who's like, I would say like eight or nine years old and the woman that's with him, I'm assuming his mom, but I don't have any proof of that. She looks like she's definitely of age to be his mother. She's just sitting staring at her cell phone the entire time, right? And the boy jumps up and he runs to the door and he says something like, I'll be right back. I know they sell it at Walgreens and it's cheap. Something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I sort of expected the woman to like yell or get mad. Like, it just seemed like he was doing something naughty. Like he didn't, yeah. like he ran to the door and then he said it. I don't know. It just felt naughty, right? Meanwhile, this woman doesn't look up from her cell phone. Just like, okay. just at her cell phone. Doesn't right? care. Doesn't care at all. So I watch the kid leave because I'm just sitting there eating, right? And when he runs out of the store, he like runs directly into the homeless guy. <gasps> Joe, like full body contact with this mentally ill guy, right? Mm -hmm. Which I knew he was aggressive already. So I was like, oh shit. And the, when, when it happened, it happened very fast. But the worst part is that the homeless guy was taken off guard. Like all of us were. Because I too was like, oh, I think I gasped audibly. And the homeless guy sort of like shoved the kid. Like not <gasps> How old not, is the kid now? Like eight or nine. Like okay. young, but yeah. not like baby. Mm -hmm. um, and like when he shoved him, like the kid didn't get hurt or anything. But it was like aggressive to this kid. And it, it was weird. It was a weird thing to watch okay mm -hmm. so i sort of like look at the mom to see if she's watching because i was curious if she was gonna like get mad or what right not doing anything she's looking still at her cell phone mm -hmm. like candy crush or facebook instagramming whatever right mm -hmm. and so the kid runs to walgreens and he has to go through or go past the drive-through pharmacy lane okay okay and I watch the kid, and he runs right in front of a car that has to slam on the brakes. And oh, Joey, this kid, Joey, no, Dennis a menace, Joey, no brake. I mean, no joke. The uh, car that has to brake is like five inches from hitting him. I'm not <gasps> exaggerating. Like that's what just happened, right? Mm -hmm. And the kid kind of like it doesn't even face him. Like I started to think that maybe I'm on like a hidden camera camera show or something. Like, mm -hmm. or what would you do? Yeah, mm -hmm. or the kid's gonna next like walk through wet cement. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, just some. It was so ridiculous. So I watched all of this happen, but like, or he's gonna walk under like like a scaffolding, and the guy's gonna a painter's gonna be like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and like an anvil's gonna be falling from a building. Uh -huh. A guy with a black and white striped shirt and a mask over his eyes yeah. tiptoes up and takes the kid. Holding a bag of money with dollar signs on it. <laughs> so I just kind of, um, I mean, that just happened and whatever. He's in Walgreens, whatever. I continue to eat my burrito bowl and that's that. And then the woman who pretty much up until this point didn't even look up from her phone. She gets up and starts like cleaning up her area. 
And I watch her out of the corner of my eye, like refill her water. And then she starts walking in circles around the restaurant. And I'm like, what is this lady up to? And I realized, Joey, she's looking for the boy. Like, I see her peeking under tables. She walks to the back hallway where the bathrooms are. She's, like, looking everywhere, right? Is she frantic at all or is she just casual about it? Very casual. But, like, it is obvious. Like, she's, like, peeking in places, like, she's looking for something. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just assuming the thing – it's not her cell phone. We all know she knows where that's at, right? So – Part of me wants to tell her, like, hey, that kid went to Walgreens. He, he told yeah, you. Yeah, but... what any normal adult would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the other part of me is just so interested to see what she's going to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. So I just watch. I continue eating, you know. Mm-hmm. And, Joey, this woman just sits back down and gets back on her phone like nothing. And then. Maybe she's the... calling the kid. No, I don't think so. Maybe. So but, the kids show back up? Yeah. So the boy comes back carrying a Gatorade. Who knows how he paid for it or if he did it all, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes up to the lady, Joey, and she just stands up and they leave. She doesn't even say, like, where were you? Nothing. Why would she? He's fine. He bought a Gatorade. <laughs> did he buy After, her anything? Oh, no. After I was just floored. Like, he almost, like, got into a physical alteration with a mentally ill man he might have bed bugs now he almost got hit by a car he probably stole a drink mm-hmm. all of that happened and she's like all right let's go you know what this reminds me of strangely and we haven't brought the, i might have to explain it's sad i probably have to explain who this person is it it, it remind. it seems like a like a, a nice metaphor for jose's life remember jose what? my former ward yeah for those of you that don't know uh i had a ward he was a about 19 years younger than me and straight. And, um, but you know, um, people would always, cause I was always very worried about him. And I would explain because like take Cameron, who's actually the same age as, uh, Jose Cameron would get in trouble, but his trouble was always like, like his grandma was mad at him because he dirtied the carpet, you know, or some, you know, it's always silly drama. Right. Yeah. Jose would tell me stories, and it was like what you just told me, but like for uh, at the time, like an eighteen-year-old kid. Like there was one where like he was with a friend in like Watts, and the friend's car, like the radiator, started um, boiling over, and the car caught on fire. So they ran away, and then they ran into like a gang-infested neighborhood, and these people were asking them where they were from, and so they had to go hide in some house. But it was like uh, that's all I remember from this story. But I remember the whole time I was like. Oh my God, he he could have been killed. Yeah, you know, and but obviously he was. But then, but if you think about it, he was fine. He worked it out. I remember there was one yeah, time like, Jose. I can't remember why was stranded at the Mexican border and hitchhiked with. <laughs> he hitchhiked back to L.A. and got in some car with some random man who picked him up at a gas station. And then when she he dropped him off, he's like, "Tell him large Marge sent you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like Jose was always doing, cr- and then people would be like, "Why do you get so freaked out when Jose?" I'm like, "Because Jose puts himself in like very, you know, dangerous situations." And that's what this kid reminds me of. But you have to be, I think, to get along with that kind of kid, you have to be like that mom and be like, "Whatever." No, like, I'm I not think, like that. I think there's a half step in between. You don't have to be like completely oblivious to the danger but like at least have an eye out i don't know i it was really weird joey 
It was weird. Um, so that was my Chipotle dinner. It was delicious, though. <laughs> oh, good. What else is up with you? Mike, have you ever heard of the furry movement? Yeah, the of fur- course. Okay. For the, would you want to explain it to people who might not know what it is? Well, hopefully my description oh, yeah. is on. Like, you might have to correct me or add to it. For what I think it is, furries are people who dress up in costumes of animals, okay. um, like a cat or a dog or something sure. like that. And I don't know if this is the main objective or if it's like a splinter of that group. They also do sex to each other, right? That's a very fur-phobic way of thinking, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's still stories I know. Oh, yeah. So did I before I went and saw this documentary, Fursona, that was a big hit at Slamdance, which is like sort of like the little cheaper version of Sundance. And um, I shouldn't say cheaper. Come and get all these emails. No, no one from Slamdance. Yeah. Is, never mind. You're going to get tons of email about yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to get zero emails. <laughs> I could literally be like, look, watch, watch. I'm going to do a test right now. You know what? I like this Donald Trump. We'll if you disagree, emails. if you disagree with me, email me. Yeah, if you yeah, if you disagree with me, send me an email. <laughs> For the record, by the way, I hate Donald Trump, but it, that seems to be a good trigger, right? Yeah. Anyway, how so, about this? If you disagree with him, or if you agree with him, email him. Yeah, yeah. If you have any feelings about what I said right now, but if you have any feelings about Donald Trump, hey, how about this? If you have feelings, or if you don't have feelings, we want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even about Donald Trump. Just, yeah. Do you have feelings? Email about, us. You know what? Let's drop the Trump. If your ears work, why don't you email us? If you have a computer, email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I, I know we'll get an email from Scott the Seder. Maybe. And um, John Arts. Probably, yeah. Oh, by the way, John Arts, after. I Joe, I swear to God. That last episode was on the internet for like 10 minutes before I got an email from John Arts telling me I called a terrarium. I called it an atrium. And you, I even said, is that what it's called? And you said, yes. So in my story, Don't I trust called me it, about anything. I called it an atrium like three or four times. And I got an email from John saying it's called a terrarium. Mike, we brought up the, um, uh, Affordable Care Act, and we got a whole email <laughs> explaining to us why we were wrong about what we said. Yeah, I, I don't care that much because he did say I was on the on the whole I was right. That's okay. why I was fine with it. Anyway, if you want Joe to ever not read an email, start the email with "I agree with you, Joe," and then Joe yeah, just gloats like, okay, his, want- <laughs> he gloats his way to the end. <laughs> that's all I need to read. I just I just scan for the word Joe. I press F nine and type in Joe. So, uh, anyway, so there was a documentary with a hit slam dance called Fursona. It's a documentary about the furry community. Okay. okay. So, so you I was, learned about them that they aren't just, it isn't just about sex. No. So furries, okay. uh, well, th- that's tricky because the documentary gets into this. The The first, the documentary is about an hour 20. I would say the first 45 minutes are just profiles of furries and what they like to do and stuff like that. Not sex-wise. Just being furries. Okay? okay. Basically, what I can tell you are is furries are people who like to take on the personas of anthropomorphic animals. Got okay? It. But actually, one of the things I found out actually in the Q&A afterwards with the director is that actually the vast majority of furries don't even own costumes. They just have adopted the persona. Like, I am a yeah. fox. 
right? And sure. they may have drawings of themselves as a fox, but they just say, I'm a fox. I feel like a fox. I'm a fox. Okay? Yeah. And they have names for themselves and everything. But only a few, not a few, but it's a smaller, it's a minority of people who actually get the costumes and put that, sure. that do that whole thing. Like I've seen a girl who does, she has like a headband that has cat ears and she wears a tail. Okay. She doesn't have like head to toe costume. Okay. Maybe a lot of them are like that. Okay. Sure. Now, the sex part comes up. Now, I guess there's a head of the furry community named Dr. Something or other. Uncle Something. Uncle Something. I don't remember what his name is, right? This director has such a vendetta against this head of the furry community. So the last 30 minutes of the movie is just a takedown of it. Like Roger and Meba for this uncle, whatever his <laughs> name is, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And... But a lot of it has to do with, I guess, so I, I take it the director is pro-furry sex. And so sort of the take on the documentary is, because the, uh, the head of the furry community doesn't like that people associate the furry community with sex. Mm. So a lot of it's about him, him, there's video of him telling people how to like avoid that question. But um, so, but pretty much what you learn is, yeah, it's a part of it, but it's not a big part of it. And actually, it, it's actually, if you think about it, very impractical to have sex in the fursuit mm-hmm. uh, because it gets so hot. But it does happen, and that's and the, the furries shouldn't be ashamed of it, and they should just sort of embrace that part of their culture. Interesting. That's pretty much it. But here's the, that's not the point of this. We show up. This theater is packed. We bought our tickets early. It's myself, Paul, and John. Okay. Mike Lawson. This the beginning of this movie is just showing these furries, these people yeah. in in their in like basically when you were like Tigger, like that quality of costume. Yeah, I've seen some pictures of that. I've mm-hmm. seen a couple of them at Pride too. Oh well, I found out San Francisco is the is like pretty much the capital of furries. And there's John, oh. um, Paul showed me a picture. If you want, he he and John stumbled into a bar in San Francisco. It's a furry bar. Whoa, really? Yeah, I'll ask him what the name of the bar is, and it's just all furries. And it's when he showed me a picture from the bar. It's just a bunch of people in fur, uh, uh, in in uh, animal costumes at the, at the bar. Okay. Okay. So, um, in fact, the night before, the director had shown the movie to a bunch of furries uh, in San Francisco, but like a private a private viewing. Okay. So we sit in here. This on Mike. These people. It's so ridiculous. It's these people dressed up as animals prancing around the woods, hiding behind, like, hiding coquettishly behind a tree and, like, peeking their head out with their finger in their mouth, you know? <laughs> Paul, Paul and I are laughing hysterically, like, like, howling with laughter at these, like, adults in fur costumes prancing around, going, like, <laughs> like, one of them has, like, a little machine that makes its voice go, like, hey, <laughs> right? We are just laughing so hard. Everybody in the audience is so mad at us. They they act like a, we're watching a documentary about kids with Down syndrome. Right. And that we're laughing. Well, furries is certainly like nobody's claiming that this is like trans or genderism or something, audience, right? It's an audience full of furries. There were furries. There are actually people in costumes in the audience. Yeah, but they know that it's silly, right? No, it's not- no, no, no. But they're not thinking this is like something mental with them. This is like a hobby of theirs. Yeah, but right? they take it very seriously. So they're very offended that, that Paul and I are laughing. We're the only ones in the entire theater. I looked. We're the only ones laughing. Everyone is staring at this as if they were watching uh, you know, a very serious film. 
But like, show me a puppy, and I'm gonna rub his belly and laugh at how cute he is. Like, nope. That's what you do. So if you think nope. you're pu- a puppy, I'm gonna laugh at you. That's no. They would laugh when he would say like when when the when the furry would make a joke about like how people don't understand you know X Y Z about being a furry. Then they would laugh. But no, anything that the furry did, no, no laughter, silence. That's weird. And applause, but huh. no laughing. Huh. So then it's time for the Q and A. Um, one of the things we find out. Okay, so let me just tell you this: the director's a furry. Sure. And in fact, the producer and editor came out. They didn't know he was a furry until like seventy-five percent of the way through filming. He came out to them as a furry. So he did the Q and A in his sure. fur costume. <gasps> did he do like if you're in the costume? Do you have to act like the character? Like, no. Did he? So no, I have a video on my Instagram. Uh, I don't follow you. Do you not really follow me? I do. I just follow so many people. I don't like catch. I have to like explicitly want to see what you do to see it. You know, if any of you want to see the video, go on my Instagram at Joe Batance on Instagram and you can see the video of the director answering a question. Full fur costume. Okay. With a microphone in his hand. Imagine you as Tigger. Is that who you played? I did. Yeah. Imagine you as Tigger answering a question and like sitting in a director's chair, like, and people would ask him. My, actually, you don't want to hear something funny. It was the most thoughtful and best Q and A I've ever been to. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think ask, that's because like it was so personal to the majority of the audience? Well, I think because they were a lot of them are part of the community. They have very intelligent questions. And Do I you even really just question. have three photos posted on Instagram? Well, that's because it's my – that you know, because now Instagram lets you have multiple accounts. So oh, okay. you, Hungry Chola is my uh, one I want to see. So. Oh, he's like <laughs> – Interesting. Interesting. <gasps> it's still playing. Okay. Okay. So, so for those of you listening, you're just hearing a regular person answer very seriously a question like you would at a Q&A. What you don't see is he's dressed as a coyote. Wolf? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, in like a t-shirt and jeans, but just like a, so it's, it's, you're seeing like a fur, like a man <laughs> in a costume answering a question. It's a really high quality costume, though. Oh yeah, right? really high. quality. Like if you saw that walking in a theme park, you would totally think that that was like he could pass as like if he brought that into Disneyland, people would ask for his autograph. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mike, and there were a bunch of them in the audience. And let me tell you this. Very thoughtful questions. I asked a very thoughtful question. He answered it very thoughtfully. What question because, did you ask? Because when I watched it, it was all white people. And he's he's a very fair-skinned Latino. In fact, I didn't even know he was Latino until Paul pointed it out. His name was Rodriguez. And so I asked him because I go, I'm not a furry, but I, I'm assuming you're Latino. And he said he was. And I said, what is the diversity situation with the ethnic breakdown of the furry community? And so in the in the movie, one of the furries mentions he's a gay kid. That the vast eighty, he said eighty percent of furries are men, and eighty percent of those are gay men. Mm. And it's actually, and this also skews very young. So uh, that's the, So the guy repeated that fact, but then he said, like in his experience, he's only seen white people being I a furry. Why? I wonder why. Well, I told John I'm going to make a, a, a. I told John and Paul I'm going to make a documentary series called. It's a documentary series called uh, "Crazy Ass White People." Yeah. Which I was telling Richard about it today, 
and we were laughing and he said, you know, it, you can pretty much break down every documentary is of if it's a minority, it's showing how they're oppressed. And if it's a white person, it's showing how they're repressed. And I go, you know mm. what? That pretty much is every documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, so it's furries. And I wanted to take my picture with some of them, but Paul didn't want – he just wanted to go. So we just left. Hmm. Um, when I've seen them at Pride, they're surrounded mm-hmm. by people that want to take pictures with them. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something because there were some, a lot of them were in and out of costume a lot during it. Cause, because of uh, – remember that guy who went and shot up the Batman thing? Yeah. You can't wear costumes, at least not the Arclight. So they could walk around the theater costumes, but once the movie started, they had to take, or when they're about to start, they had to take their heads off. I'm going to tell you something. A lot of them are really cute. Well, they sweat so much. Like I they're you, I in start there. wearing a costume. Yeah. <laughs> like, Joe, why are you dressed as a pig? I'm like, no, Mike, I don't have my costume on yet. <laughs> Stupid. Um, what else is going on in the Bay Area, Mike Lawson? Well, Joey, I had a birthday. That happened Happy on Saturday. birthday. I left you a birthday message. Joe sent me the nicest, sweetest message. And in the message, he also said, like, you know, I'm so glad voicemail picked up because I have trouble leaving heartfelt messages when or I have trouble, like, saying heartfelt things to people's face. Right. Mm-hmm. And you left a very nice message. Thank you. And then at the end, of it, he said, so happy birthday. I hope it's your last one. <laughs> <laughs> So thanks, Joe. <laughs> You're welcome. What did you do for your birthday? So, well, it all started on Friday. My birthday was Saturday, but on Friday, yeah. Steve came over and we just kind of hung out here and we watched uh well, for, my roommates wanted to go to the bar, but they they like went to dinner super late and Steve and I were here and they weren't back yet and it was like two like 10 o'clock. I'm not going to go to the bar at 10 o'clock. Yeah, no. Anymore. Who am I? But also, yeah. like, I'm not drinking, remember? So I haven't had a drink oh, in yeah. a while. So I'm, eh, and th- at that hour, you have to pay a cover, whatever. So I just, I'm like, to Steve, I let, I'm like, let's go in the room and turn the lights off. And then when they get home, they'll think we're gone or asleep. Mm-hmm. So we come in and we watch this movie, Spotlight. You've heard of it. Yeah. Academy Award winning movie, Spotlight. Yeah. What do you think of it? It was good. Um, I liked it. Steve, first of all, Steve let me pick because it was my birthday weekend, I think. Because mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing we would argue for an hour over. And one of us would eventually win. But, like, he would mm-hmm. not be wanting to watch Spotlight. He would want to be watching, like, some sort of, like, action movie or superhero mm-hmm. thing, right? Sure. So Spotlight starts and he's, like... You 100% not watching. You know he's not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, the movie starts and they're like, welcome to the Boston Globe. Here's mm-hmm. the new editor. You've seen it, right? Yeah. They, they're like, here's the new editor. He has to learn about Boston. And yeah. he meets with the Catholic bishop from Boston. And they have jokes mm-hmm. about Boston. And he's reading this book about Boston and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And about 45 minutes into the movie, Steve, they show like the sky, the Boston skyline. Mm-hmm. And Steve is like, huh, where does this movie take place? <laughs> <laughs> and then they work for the Boston Globe? Yes. <laughs> so that happened. I, you know what? I like the movie. Um, it's not the kind of movie I'm going to, I want to buy and watch 
on a weekend when it's, you know, raining outside and I just want to cuddle up next to a good movie. But it was mm-hmm. a good movie. You want to cuddle it. up next to a good movie? Yeah, oh, I just love sitting next to this copy of Hope Floats. N- no, uh, Legally Blonde. Okay. All the time. Or remember when you were when we you and I were first friends? Oh, you love those uh, Olsen twins movies. Yeah, I used to watch them a lot. Yeah, and you would cuddle up with those. Like part of that was just because it was so brainless. Like it's kind of yeah. like morning cartoons, like Tom and Jerry cartoon. You just watch, and your brain doesn't have to do much thinking, but it's oh, entertained the whole time. Wait, I'm sorry. Can can I go back to my story for a quick second? Do we need to yeah. talk about how John? Was checked out at the um, furries movie because he thought they were weird. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So we watch Spotlight. We go to bed, and then Saturday, my actual birthday, actual birthday, we wake up in the morning, and we, um, I rented a car for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, it's Went weird. To Chipotle. <laughs> yes. No. Um. Up here, do you guys have Zipcar down there? Yes. That thing? Okay, so we Zipcar for the whole day. Well, maybe just to explain what it is. Yes, in some parts of the country, I know they don't have this yet, but I'm sure there's services like this growing everywhere. We have like four or five different types of, um, or four or five companies that do the same thing. Basically, you rent a car by the hour. So I rented a Zipcar for the entire day. I got a, I paid for like a nicer one because we were going to be in it mm-hmm. all day. It was a BMW and oh wow, yeah, it was nice. It's a, you know, a couple dollars more per hour. It's not that much, but mm-hmm. um, it was nicer. And so we uh, go to the, we get in the Zipcar. Um, I got it from like 7.30 until like 11 at night. 7.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 11. Um, we get in the car. Joey, this is like one of those push-button cars, right? Mm-hmm. And so Steve and I are sitting there, and I'm pushing it. And he's like, maybe you need to push the brake. So mm-hmm. I do it with the brake the on. Brake. Okay, yeah. You know how sometimes you have to have yeah, the brake Yeah, yeah I think, yeah. You do have to have the brake on usually. So I push my foot on the brake, and I do it. It's not working. Um, and we, we tried everything. We're looking through the manual, nothing. Okay. So I call the zip car company. I'm mad because there's no other zip car in the lot. So if this car doesn't work, here goes, you know, the beginning of our day. We're, we're mm-hmm. going to rent this car and go to Point Reyes was the plan. Mm-hmm. So I get on the phone and get on with customer service and she's nice, but she's like, try this, try that. She's like, get out of the car and lock it and then unlock it and get back in the car and try mm-hmm. again. So I do all of this. Okay. And then she's like, Hmm. So, uh, it's one of those cars with like the, um, fob they're called, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's no key cause it's a push start. Right. Mm-hmm. So the fob has no key on it at all. Yeah. And she's like, hmm, so under the button, there's like this slot where you're supposed to push in the fob. You did that, right? And I was like, oh, shit. So I, I guess you have to plug the fob into the car. Oh, to really? Start. This one you did, yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, like usually with my mom's my mom's car has one of those fobs. So whenever I've driven her around or used it, you just have it in your pocket. I kind of yeah. like it. You just jump yeah, in totally. and you just press it. Yeah. That's what I thought this was. So I plug it in and it works and that's fine. So Steve and I get on the road for a long day in Point Reyes and just uh, north of my house in like an area, I think it was like in the El Cerrito area, uh, we we basically were taking streets till we found, because we want to 
uh, Starbucks coffee and we wanted a donut. So we pull into this like hole in the wall donut shop, which is the best kind, like happy donut. I think it was called or something like mm-hmm. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the sign was painted with by hand by somebody, um, Asian owned. I don't know what kind of Asian she was, but she was, they were Asian for sure. They own a donut place. Yeah. Korean. Go ahead. I don't think she was Korean though. Cause I think Steve would have, uh, pointed that out to me. But anyway, we get the. I don't think so, Joey. Steve's from LA, though. He doesn't know the Northern Koreans. What do you mean? Steve is Korean. I think he knows if he sees a Korean person. Mm. You think you know this Korean person you didn't meet better than Steve who did? Does she her? own a donut shop? <laughs> yes. She's Korean. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't think she was, but we. I'm, I'm, you're going to get Steve. I know you listen to the show. Text Mike about what eth- Asian ethnicity you think she is. I'm going to tell you it's going to be Korean. Okay. Um, so we get donuts, right? And Steve gets like a old fashioned, a glazed old fashioned. Oh, love it. Have a good, he has good taste. And I get donut holes. Okay. Oh, God. So the woman's putting the, my donut holes into the bag. She, okay. Mm-hmm. So she puts Steve's donut, his old fashioned in a bag. Mm-hmm. And she's scooping my don't twelve donut holes into my bag, yeah, and Steve is Steve is like, oh, can I have one? Mm-hmm. And as of course he's gonna, I, I'm gonna give him one. But as sure. a joke, I'm like, nope, no way. Those are my donut holes, right? Mm-hmm. And the woman grabs his donut bag um, from the countertop, and she puts three donut holes in his bag. <laughs> like I think she thought maybe that I wasn't gonna give him. Donut holes. Well, you Isn't- are white. Look, you're white, and she's Korean, and she she's like, I can't believe you was mean to this Korean kid. Yeah, I really think that she really did think I was mean and wasn't going to give him any. By you the might. way, what? I think the audience thinks that. I was going to give him a donut hole. By mm. the way, of the three donut holes in there, he ate one, and I ate the other two. <laughs> How many donut holes would you have given him? Let's let's be honest. Like how many unlimited. could he have taken? Be, huh? Unlimited, unlimited. So if he ate twelve, you'd be fine. Yeah, and I would get twelve for me. No, 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 no. You're already in the car. He could have all my donut holes. Oh, but- this! Oh my god, that's the sweetest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Don't you like Joe with a boyfriend? He like gets like, like oh, this like <laughs> pre boyfriend Joe would been like, ugh, what a dummy. <laughs> now I'm like, oh. So cute. we get on the road, Joey. We go to Point mm-hmm. Reyes Station, and who drove? I did. Oh, good. Okay. Um, we get uh, cheese at some mm-hmm. like creamery there, and we get mm-hmm. um, bread and drinks mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And then mm-hmm. there's this oyster place I've been to once before. Um, on I guess it's a bay, Bodega Bay or something. Mm-hmm. We get uh, we get some. Oysters, we sit out, we eat those, and then we just had a. I mean, Joey, we drove two hundred and. Did you guys get turned on? Because aren't oysters like uh, aphrodisiacs? Um, nothing. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. I uh oh, when we were eating oysters, by the way, we're sitting on the water eating oysters and our cheese and like it's just a romantic two of us and the weather is perfect mm-hmm. and the the it's just great. And mm-hmm. we're relaxing, right? Everything's perfect. And then this old man <laughs> comes and sits next to us. And he's like, mm-hmm. do you mind if I pull up a seat and join you, gentlemen? <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. Let's take 
Let's take a, a nice look at these uh, broads walking by. They have some great games, <laughs> don't they? And he's like, uh, I'm just in uh, coming to town because I want to buy one of these boats here and mm-hmm. thought I would get some oysters. And uh, in my head, I'm like, oh, fucking hell. But then he was like, you know, if I'm bothering you, I can move. And we're like, no, oh, stay. No, and he's saying? like, I have a story to tell you. And then he oh, tells no. us a story about like, him driving in this area and seeing like elk and I don't know what the fuck his story was about how like how amazing Northern California is that in like a 50 mile drive he could see like elk and all these other animals I forget a seal and I don't know that's basically what the point of his story was but at the beginning of his story I was like this fucking guy is ruining it but it, he turned out yeah. to be really nice Cut to one of your new stories about a headless corpse in the bay. Yeah. <laughs> of a man who told stories. Some man who saw an elk, uh, his body was, his headless body was found floating in the bay. Suspects so, say they saw an Asian boy and a white man running from the scene. Is that it? Nothing about donut holes? <laughs> Police found a trail of donut holes leading to a BMW uh, with the key fob not in the place where everyone knows you're supposed to put the key fob. So we drove 200. Oh, Joey, we also drove uh, through Sausalito and Mm -hmm. stopped at downtown Sausalito. I know that Um, town. Yeah, totally. And uh, because of where your friend Adam Vaught lives, like we – I pointed – out the little marina area because you have to pass it to get on and yeah. off the freeway. So I was like, here's where yeah. Anna Vaught lives. And- no longer lives there. Oh, he doesn't live there? No. You know what? Want to hear something very frustrating? Yes. Is I had a job offer to move to the Bay Area. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah, kind of. And one of the reasons I turned it down was because, dude, the fucking rent in the Bay Area is ridiculous. Like, right. I was looking, I'm like, you know what? I'll just look kind of far from the city. Maybe here's my price range. I'll find something. No, that was like, the, literally, my price range was going to get me like 40 miles from the city in the ghetto. Yeah, it's, yes, you're right. It's confusing, though. Like, if you're near a BART, you're basically in the city. So, yeah, you could be really far. But if you're close to BART, then you are paying city prices. Well, Adam Vaught, where he lived, was literally, you know, this like the first exit off the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. So... Literally, so then, literally. So I turned down the yeah, like literally. I turned down the job. Adam Vaught gets a new job, moved to Santa Clara, sold and, his place, or he was renting well, no, that. Was he, he was renting a room? Now I probably would. I no, I would. If I would have taken the offer, I would have paid more. I don't know yeah. if I could have lived there, but I know his roommate, the one who owns the boat house, and I would have paid more. But it still would have been way cheaper than what was around. Yeah, you know. So, whatever. worked out for the best. Maybe so, we live in the Bay Area. Would we have seen each other all the time? We still would have done this podcast and never hung out. Cut to you and Steve are in the Bay, and I set up, I saddle up next to you guys and say, yeah. <laughs> I, start, I, I pretend I'm the man from the song Piano Man. Remember Billy Joel's playing the piano and some guy? Says, Does what? Tells Says him what? a story about his life. I don't remember what it was. Oh. So I don't know that song. I've never heard that song in my life. Um, so then we said, come I, home. I put some bread in your jar and I said, "Man, what are you doing here?" We uh, come home, Joey. Mm-hmm. And oh, there's more to the story. Well, we watched birthday two... sex. No. Okay. It was very okay. normal sex weekend. 
Like nothing okay. out of the ordinary. We have, I mean, we've been, well, we've been together like two years. Like that's a has long it time. Been that long? Yeah. But we have a very healthy sex life. No, Mike, you guys have not been together two years. Well, no, this summer will be two years. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay. Um, but Joey, we. Um, you came home. Oh, and we watched two. Well, we watched a movie. We watched Room. You know this movie, Room. I've seen that Room. Yeah. And then the next day, we watched Ten Cloverfield. With so basically. It's like Room, except for aliens. Spoiler. I think that the kid in Room is so fucking good. The kid in Room? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is... Look, for people who don't know, child actors, if they're good, 50... And even if they're bad, too. 50% of the credit goes to the director and the kid. So the director deserves a lot of credit. I mean, this kid in Room was so fucking good. Yeah. Really good. So we watched two movies about people being locked in rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen Ten Cloverfield, I would say skip it. Awful movie. Oh, well, awful. I've heard so many good things about it, and I feel like maybe I'm the type of person, if your ending lets me down, I'm not happy about the entire journey. But mm-hmm. I think some people, if if the ending is not uh, what they want it to be, they can still say, well, I really enjoyed the ride to get there. Sure. And I, I'm just not that way. So it was an awful ending and I feel like it ruined, I wish I could have my money back and I had nothing to do with that movie ever. You know? Yeah. So, um, should we move to news stories? Is that what we Let's do Let's do now? news stories, Mike Lawson. Yeah, let's do news stories. So I have two. One of them is Bart gets snarky on Twitter. Uh, Bart with all capitals, a Bay Area rapid not, the, not Bart Simpson. No. And the second one is masturbating dude gets beat on head. Now, I have a feeling I know which way you're going to go, but I'll tell you they're mm-hmm. both decent stories. Like, you could pick either one in. I'm going to tell you something. I don't ever want – it's your birthday weekend. I don't want to uh, disappoint you. So I'm okay. going to tell you I like the masturbating dude getting beat in the head. Okay. I kind of thought that's the direction you would go. I think the audience wants me to choose that, too. Yeah. Um, a man, Joey, who was pleasuring himself in public, had an unhappy ending yesterday when an o- offended onlooker whacked mm-hmm. the jerking off dude in the head. According to the San Francisco Police Department... Which this, head? It doesn't specify. But, Joey, this is this was shocking to me. The number... According the age, I'm sorry. According to the San Francisco, did you read the story yet? No. Guess how old the masturbator was. God, I can't even tell which way you're going. I'm gonna say that conventional wisdom would be that he's an old man, so I'm gonna go young. I'm gonna say 21. Joey, according to the San Francisco Police Department, the 21 year old man <gasps> was on a Center Island bus stop at Church and Market Street at 11:55 a.m. Sunday masturbating in public. Do they have a, do they have a mugshot of him? No, I wish they did. Cause 21, you think hot, right? Yeah. He's probably, I don't know. You're, he doesn't fit the like creepy jerking off in public sort of mold. So a 35 year old bystander became mm-hmm. angry watching the scene, according to the San Francisco police department and approached the meat beater. A verbal altercation ensued. Oops. Sorry. A verbal altercation ensued, followed by a physical one. Eventually, the anti-jerker hit the pro-jerker in the head with a metal crowbar. 
The, <gasps> the formerly masturbating man was knocked unconscious by the blow. According to the SFPD, the injured man was transported to the hospital for a non-life-threatening injury to his head. His assailant, police say, shot off following the attack and has not been arrested. So that's, I mean, that's the story, really. But, like, I, I was just blown away by the age of the jerking off dude. But then also, like... Is it ever an okay response to like? I don't no. like. He's no, not he, stopping violence. You don't hit the guy in a with a crowbar to no, on the head. Yeah. Where did he get a crowbar from, by the way? He was just walking around with it. <laughs> so it's just such a weird story because I don't feel like either of these guys are okay guys. They both were fucked up. And if anyone mm-hmm. listening who's been to San Francisco and knows Church and Market Street, like this is no small intersection. This is like. And he was Look on the, the main one. He was on the center island of the street too. I, so strangely, I know where that is, and I don't really know the Bay Area well. I know the where exactly where that is. Yeah. So it was. It's an interesting story, right? I'm I'm trying to think of what I would do in this situation. Joey, let's say this guy is mm-hmm. an eight out of ten. Okay, the mm-hmm. jerking off sure. the twenty. Great. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand and watch? Do you call the cops? Do you I don't call the cops. Call I definitely cops? stand and watch. I, well, and now- what if, I mean, it's early, it's morning, right? They said 11.55 a.m. So on a Sunday. So mm-hmm. you see a woman and her three kids coming from church walking. I don't walking. care. I don't, I don't see women. They're invisible to me. Go ahead. <laughs> like, you don't worry. Like, Why are those three children by themselves? Well, it's your your family members are walking at you. Oh, okay. Now you, you've made this game. A lot rougher. Um, it's my family, and they're walking, and there's a guy masturbating. My nieces and my sister-in-law. Yeah. And my mom. Um, here's what I do. I throw some bean burritos in the other direction so it distracts them. And then I run to the guy, and I say, listen, meet me over behind the building over there. And then I go like, oh, guys, I have, I have to go to a meeting at Twitter. Bye. And then I go and see that guy. <laughs> it's like what you did with that Walmart guy. <laughs> I'm like, I know you're convinced that I went back. I never did. I wish I – and I'm telling you, I wish I would have. Guys, I've told this – we've told this story on the show before. Mike and I were at a shitty burger place and a mentally challenged person offered to give us a blowjob in the parking lot. Mike Lawson was a pussy and turned him down. I wish we, I would have said yes. So this story about the jerking off guy, um, I I don't like looking at – I'm going to tell you something. I think it's kind of hot that he did that. I would maybe even go down to like a four. But don't you think like there's something mental going on with him or – Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to date him. Do you think it's – and I don't know this, but like this is an actual question. I'm not like trying to set this up either way. Sure. Like – I know that there's fetishes of like public exhibition. Could this be mm-hmm. a guy that's not mentally nuts who just gets off on doing it in public and did this? Or could, taking your fetish this far, does that show that there's some sort of mental illness? You have happening? to have something mental Ill, mentally wrong with you if you can't tell, if you, if you don't care about public decency. Yeah. Like especially if you're in the middle of church and market, I could see maybe I would not think you were crazy if you were doing it on a bus because there's some people who like get off on the shock or something. I don't know. There is, you're right. There's something about that public street like anyone could walk by, including people that like 
it's not cool, you know? But if he mm-hmm. was doing it at, like, the back room of a gay bar or something, like, you know who's there. Not that they deserve to, like, or they have to see you, you know what I mean, doing this. But, like, at least you know what kind of person is going to catch you. It's not going to, like, scar some young child or something. Let me ask you this question. I'm going to ask you. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a scenario. You're in the bar late at night, okay, going home. Yeah. You're not with – you're single. This is pre. This is another universe where you don't date Steve. Okay. Okay. And it's only you and this guy on the car, and okay. he's like okay looking. We'll say he's like a, a solid five, maybe even a six. Okay. And he's not next to you, but he clearly is in like the row, in front and to the other side of you, so you can see. And he takes his his dick out and he starts jerking off because he wants you to watch. What are you doing? What are you doing in this situation? I'll be honest. I get – I'm a little bit scared because, like, that takes balls. Well, that takes some guts, right? And mm-hmm. I think I'd be a little bit afraid that, like, we're alone. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, uh, to be honest, my, like, the creep factor hap- – like, some some red flags go up for that story. What do you do? You sit and watch. You move closer. I film it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go, world star. I shout world star. Yeah. They they have you on speed dial now. Mm-hmm. So in the comment section for this story, someone was like, oh, it's surprising that it's the attacker that shot off. Mm-hmm. Right? Get it? Mm, yeah. And then someone else said, you beat me to it. Mm-hmm. And then someone said, well, they tend to write these pieces in broad strokes. Mm-hmm. And then we think, what a jerk. No, someone said it rubs me the wrong way, and then someone said that the comments are all whack. So, and another thing someone pointed out is like, what do you, when you get to the hospital, what do you tell people? Like, I was standing there minding my own business. Mike, he's already fucking masturbating on Church and Market. He's going to be like, I was beating off at Church and Market. He starts beating off in the hospital. That'd be so hot if I saw someone beating off in the hospital. What uh, news stories do you got? There's none in the Trello. Do you have any? Mike. That was my jail impression. Man gets jail time for pointing shotgun at Girl Scout selling cookies. <laughs> okay. Or? Man used Instagram to track down students and steal their underwear. I'm going to do underwear because I feel like we did uh, Girl Scout cookies last week. We did. It was a different cookie. Okay, here we go. Yeah. A man allegedly burglarized the homes of 33 female students with the help of social media, stealing their underwear and electronics. Arturo Galvan, 44, is charged with 33 felony counts of burglary, one felony count of attempted burglary, resisting arrest, and vandalism. He is accused of using Instagram to target various victims, a majority of whom were female sorority members at Chapman University in Orange and Cal State Fullerton. Galvan would allegedly hang out in public places until he spotted a woman he was interested in targeting. Then, he would check social media to see if she had checked in on Instagram or posted a photo that had geotagged that particular location. If Galvan could find her there, he would allegedly go back through her photos and see if she had ever posted a photo from her home that also had its location data embedded. 
If successful, prosecutors say he would go to the woman's home and break in, then steal her electronics, jewelry, underwear, and other personal belongings. Police believe he did this to a total of 33 students. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Though Galvan wasn't there when police arrived at a place where they saw a man peeking in, they did find a suspicious car. They staked the car out until Galvan returned for it. Mike Lawson, my question to you. Does this remind you of the guy from the first episode who stole your underwear? Was that her first episode? It is episode number one, I believe, or even zero, maybe. Whoa. Um, no, it doesn't remind me of that because I invited the guy into my house, but uh, that's crazy because I, I tag pictures all the time. Oh, you do? Yeah, I never even thought about that it could be used like that. I know that there are certain people that we know where um, – Rabid fans of their show, the other podcasters, have done that to them. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Mm. If we're thinking of the same thing. I think we're thinking of the same thing. I almost feel we have too, we've said too much. Someone geotags this podcast and figures out who we're talking about. <laughs> um, it's an interesting story. I like. I really like hearing how like social media is used for bad, because uh-huh. I have for many years lived in a world where social media was used for good, and okay. I like to defend the use of social media. I feel like I've said many times that social media has saved my life, even so. Hearing this, this kind of... Oh, it saved your life? How did it save your life? Just with, like, diabetes management and finding community and um, that sort of thing. Helping me through uninsured times and all of that. So, mm-hmm. like, I think it's literally saved my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's nice to see the flip side because I live in a world where I talk so much about the other, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you think it's... I mean, let's say, let, let's let's just look at this in a, in a neutral way. Do you think it's worth all this work to go through and find I mean, look did you hear all the work he went through to get these girls underwear? I don't think it's that much work actually, but Joey, he's a thief, so he wants her stuff, but he also wants he I mean what's he doing with the underwear? you know what I mean like he wants to know that it's a hot chick with the underwear, so he wants to see them because if he just goes into anyone's house and steals their underwear, it's gonna be. You know, he doesn't – hey, he needs to – he probably uses that in tandem, the photos he sees plus the the underwear, right? Mm-hmm. He can't just mm-hmm. look at any old underwear. And do you think look, he steals it from like their underwear drawer or he goes for the dirty ones? I don't un- I don't understand that fetish. Underwear fetish? Would you fetish? want someone's like, – okay, who's, who's a celebrity you think is hot? Uh, Jay Bruchanel. I have no idea who that is. Okay, but let's say you had access to Jay Bruchanel's like dirty underwear. It from, doesn't. Like, no, it doesn't do it for me. That wouldn't do it for me. Yeah, like literally wouldn't. If, if I was like, oh look, there's um, Kevin Spacey's dirty underwear. Ew. I would be like, Kevin Spacey. You don't think he's hot? No, he's a negative. Do you think just Kevin Spacey is hot? Mike, I was clearly joking. Oh, I wasn't but, clear. Um, it wasn't clear to me. <laughs> okay, I'll use I'll use a real person. You wouldn't want Ian McKellen's like dirty <laughs> underwear. Ew! You think Ian McKellen is hot? 
No. Okay, I'll, I'll use a real person. Okay. You wouldn't want Richard Simmons, like, dirty, sweating to the oldies underwear. Uh, well, now that you say Richard Simmons, maybe. Yeah. Let me think. Okay, <laughs> I'm being honest now. Let me think of a real person. Zach Efron. No. Yeah, no, neither would I. Neither would I. That would do nothing for me. Nothing. Zach Efron doesn't do it for me, though. Oh, he doesn't? No. And I, I mean, I get it. And I feel like if you had one, like, um, one of those, like, the, do you remember the intro to Ugly Betty? How they showed, like, the eyes and the nose and the mouth, and it would, like, spin like a slot machine and show different no. people's eyes and different people's no- nose and mouth kind of matching mm-hmm. up to one head? Mm-hmm. I think if Zach, if I saw Zach Efron's, like, top third, middle third, bottom third, like, all his pieces are hot to me, but something together, I don't know. It just doesn't do it. I saw he's in the movie with Adam Devine. Do you know who Adam Devine is? The name sounds familiar, but no. He's an actor. He's in Pitch Perfect. He plays like the the oh, yeah, frat yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's on Modern, um, Fa- Modern Family, yeah. Modern Family, right. So I know him. Well, I knew him. We started in comedy. Not together, but I knew him from when I started in comedy. Right? Yeah. And what's funny is the first time I ever met, the first day I met, Adam Devine, I used to do comedy at this club, and I was walking up the stairs, and the bathrooms were right at the top of the stairs. And right when I got to the top of the stairs, he walked out of the men's room, and there was just this awful, awful, awful poo smell. Awful, right? <laughs> now, in reality, this has happened to any uh, many of us, where you walk in, the poo smell's already there. He had yeah. nothing to do with it, right? Maybe he didn't have it. Maybe he was the cause of the poo smell. Maybe he wasn't. But in my head, because that was the first time I ever laid eyes on him and met him, he is associated with me. Because then later on, like, my friend Melissa, when she introduced us, was like, oh, this is Adam. And I met him. If, if forever, from then on, in my head... He's the poo. He just smells. Is that it's that poo smell that I'm yeah. associating with him now? And by the way, the nicest guy in the world. I have nothing bad to say about him. Divine, but it just reminded me because of Zac Efron and uh, that he's in this movie with him. But I just think of poo smell when I think that's of him. similar. I dated a guy, and I remember telling a story recently. It might have been on here. I'm not sure. Stop me if I have. Who I dated him and. On like our second date, he was like, come over and I'll cook uh, dinner for us. And I go over and the he cooked chicken on the bone and the chicken was like raw in the middle and I wanted to throw up. Uh-huh. And from that point forward, every time we hung out, I felt like there was raw chicken in my mouth and I wanted to vomit. And I had to stop seeing him because it just grossed me out. Isn't that weird? Well, as we've learned on previous episodes – um, I didn't call a guy back or really pursue anything because his last name was not good. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. Um, so that's a good story. Do What do you got going on next week? Let me look at my Trello. Look, you know, we're going really long today, but I don't mind because we remember we went really short last week. So we're balancing it out. Uh, next week. Okay. So I, ha- I actually want your advice. It's actually kind of a story. I um, – have to go as for for writing. This is a writing thing. <sighs> I have to go meet a bunch of other writers at, a, at like a at like a, a mixer, which I've never really. I don't like those things. Do you ever do you have to do mixers or anything like that? Yeah, uh, when I was in the diabetes world, that happened a lot. Yeah, but people because you're famous in the diabetes world and you were going with friends. I'm not. I'm not going to know anybody there, Mike. I'm going to this mixer alone. Why? Well, because I wasn't dating Cameron. I had to, I had to reserve it like months ago. So I wasn't even dating Cam at the time. So 
I think I'm going to drink before I go, just just to get just to loosen up, mm-hmm. and then go to this event. But I'm going to go to a, meet a bunch of other like writers at this mixer, and so I'm doing that on Wednesday. Then um, the Johns invited me to WonderCon. Mm. You know what WonderCon is? Like, it's owned by the same people who run Comic Con, but they're doing it in LA. It's called WonderCon. So I might be going to that, and then I'm going to Palm Springs for Easter. Oh, fun! What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, it's um, well. Remember, I, I last week. Okay. Oh, I really have nothing planned. I know Easter is on Sunday, but I don't have any plans for it. So, let me tell you something. Tell me. I'm gonna give you this is unusual. I'm gonna give you a teaser for next week's episode. Remember last week I said I have nothing going on, and then I went to a porn film festival. Then I also went to a, a documentary about furries, right? Today, I – so, you know, I have this cousin Richard. He's a week younger than me and gay. Last week, he goes, what are you doing next Monday? I'm on spring break. Do you want to go to see, a, like, a Japanese uh, thing with me? And I was like, oh, sure. And I was thinking we'd go to Little Tokyo. So I said yes. I go, I'll go with you, right? Mike Lawson, I need to ask you to do me a favor. <laughs> Okay. What's so funny? Nothing. What's up? Any favor? Go. Next time I tell you, I'm going to hang out with my cousin Richard. Can you please remind me not to hang out with him? So he goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to this Japanese. You'll, you'll go? And I go, yeah, 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 I'll promise. I'll go. He calls me yesterday to organize it. Um, That's when he lets me know that the place we're going to is three and a half hours away. Yeah. <gasps> And we're going to go to um, a Japanese internment camp. <gasps> that That's interesting, though. So we drove today for th- Richard and I drove for three and a half hours, went to an internment camp for like two hours, and then drove three and a half hours back. Yikes. That's why I was like, I, I, I literally walked in the door right before we recorded. That's your that's your teaser for next week. At the Asian American Museum, they have like a barrack, and they have everything there. You could have just went there. It's closer. I was an actual internment camp. Interesting. All right, Joey. Well, it was beautiful. I didn't understand why these Japanese people were pissed. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're the worst. Okay, it was nice. Okay, so that, that's your there. teaser teaser for next week. Uh, go to hell, Mike. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.